Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It is our final player profile edition here of the HHC. We've wound our way through the entire roster, and today we'll wrap things up with a profile of Terry Rozier, one of the top performers once again here for the Hornets as he has been all three of his seasons in the Queen City. We'll have our one-on-one conversation with Terry and also talk about his most recent season and his future with the Charlotte Hornets. And to help me on this conversation, you see his work all the time on Hornets.com. Senior writer for Hornets.com, Sam Purley, back for another Two Sams edition of the HHC. Sam, Terry Rozier, year three here with the Hornets, uh, really as solid as you get, 19 points per game, continues to hit the three ball amongst the best in the NBA and amongst the best in Hornets history. He just continues to impress, and now he is getting into the phase of his time here with the Hornets where his extension is going to start kicking in. But let's focus on last year first. Your thoughts on this most recent campaign. Yeah, another great season from Terry Rozier, and I think the thing that has kind of stood out the most about him during his time in Charlotte for these three seasons is just consistency. I mean, his numbers have been kind of right on where they are every single year, which is great. He's a nightly 20-point-per-game scorer, but he's also a guy that can put a team on his back in clutch time and get you 30 points, 35 points, hit big shots, you know, seven, eight, even nine three-pointer kind of performances. I mean, he's really, really, I think, exceeded expectations since signing with the team three years ago. Like you mentioned, he's one of the top three-point shooters in the league in terms of percentage, volume over the last three years. I mean, he's just the total package for this Hornets team right now. You know, his competitiveness, I think he sets a great example for these younger guys. If you look back to where he was in Boston those first couple years, I mean, I'm looking at a stat line. His first year in Boston, which was 
seven years ago. He averaged one point per game and then got it up to five. So he's gotten better and better every year. I know this year the numbers might have been just a hair down or something because he had you know the, the ankle sprains to start the year and it took a little while to kind of find his rhythm but once he started getting cooking it was like the Terry Rogier of old so overall he's been he's tremendous and uh you know a really really big part of this Hornets core right now yeah he has just been as solid as can be here Sam for this team and you know you look at the kind of company he is in uh punched in some of the numbers and, and just took the lows of his three-year tenure here with the Hornets he's played over 60 games per season. He's knocking down almost three threes per game. I put it a, a little bit lower than that. Points, he's averaged at least 18 points per game in all three years, and he's been a better than 80% free throw shooter in all three years. And it gives you this grouping of about a dozen players, five of which are, are all-star starters, quite frankly, most years. Guys like Trey Young, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Steph Curry, they're the, the top end of this group. Zach Levine's in there, too. But then the rest of the players that Terry Rozier is keeping company with, it's a very impressive group. You've got players like Tyler Hero, Fred Van Vliet, Jordan Poole, Gary Trent Jr., Desmond Bain, D'Angelo Russell, and of course his teammate here with the Hornets, LaMelo Ball, also reached all of those thresholds here this last season. So this is a guy who the rest of the league might not always put him in the category of top whatever number of guards, but the statistics certainly show that he is one and the intangibles that he brings to the locker room into the huddles, out there on the floor, those also point in the direction of him being one of the elite players in this league right now. Yeah, and I think that competitiveness is really big for this Hornets team, especially when you've got a veteran like Terry Rozier, who earlier in his career played in a lot of big-time games in the playoffs. I know he's really, really hungry to kind of help that team get back, but reliability is another thing this year's season, or this season for him, too. I mean, he missed five of the first six games. He was dealing with, I think, some ankle injuries, and it took him a little while to get going. Missed a little stretch in December because of health and safety protocols, but that was it. I mean, he was out there every single night, and not necessarily the biggest guy out there at the guard position, but it felt like every time, you know, he was one of those guys, I mean, he got hit a lot. I mean, really dealt with some physicality and he got up all the time. I think that sends a message. He's a really, really tough player that rubbed off on his teammates too. I think he's another thing that stood out to me too is, man, he is an incredible rebounder for his size. I think he's one of the best pound-for-pound rebounders for a guy that's 6061. I mean, he's jumping up there, going after the balls, bringing them up court. You want a guy like Terry Rogier on his team who works hard. He's gotten better every single year. He's a testament to the player development aspect of this Hornets organization. Later on in your career, player development is not just for rookies, second-year guys. I mean, you can keep getting better year after year after year. He played a little bit more point guard this year. I mean, just a true competitor, great teammate, and a great example for everyone on the Hornets team, whether young or old, to kind of look up to is this is a guy that is putting everything into it on the court, off the court throughout the season. So I think the Hornets are really lucky to have Terry Rozier. I mean, just provides so much to this team in this organization from a obviously basketball standpoint, but like you said, kind of that mental toughness element as well. The only question left for him really right now, he's been extremely productive. He's been a team leader now for a team that's above 500. And part of this is, is just unlucky circumstances, but can he be that for a playoff team? And that's something we're still going to have to wait another season to get an answer to uh, back-to-back years bouncing out in the play-in tournament. But he is someone who has done everything else here for the Hornets. And I know that playoff experience is very high on his wish list. When we come back, we're going to have our one-on-one conversation with the one, the only Terry Rozier. He'll sit down with me next after this quick break here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. 
I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro-looking my best. Getting cosmetic surgery at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates has me looking young again and filled with the confidence I need to take on the day. From Botox to rhinoplasty to facelifts, Senta offers facial plastic surgery from specially trained eye and ENT doctors who are familiar with how all parts of the face work. Feel like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. It just makes sense. Let's welcome Terry Rozier back here to the Hornets Hivecast. Terry, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Terry, this was a, an eventful season, one where you took leadership roles right from the start. How would you describe the 2021-2022 Hornets season? Fun. A lot of ups and downs. Definitely not the outcome we wanted, but created a lot of good memories and a lot of growth. So, uh, you know, just looking back on the good memories and stuff. How do you find the balance, uh, the way to, to push people to be their best while also maintaining that, that fun atmosphere that's always been in this Hornets locker room since you've been here? You know, just definitely want to lead by example with the hard work and stuff like that. But still, you know, just let everybody be human. You still want to have fun. I'm a fun guy. We got a great locker room. People like to have fun. That's just what it is. But as long as people got to understand it, what you and them lines is, you know, it's time to get to it. But I think we all had an understanding with that. Like I said, just not one outcome. We won it, but it was a lot of fun this whole season. I think that togetherness probably helped make it easier to encourage everyone to, to join you in Miami and work out before the season. Oh, yeah. Someone was really unheard of to have the entire team, rookies, everybody show up at the same time. I know it's early to guess, but do you think you'll try and do something like that, keep those connections strong and growing? Yeah, I mean, Miami is where I'm based off, out of all off season. Definitely getting when it's getting closer to that time, I definitely want to have a connection with everybody, you know, because I was like I said, we're going to be be together the next couple months. So might as well, you know, get used to each other now. But I think that's something that I'll continue doing. And I think it's just only going to keep getting better. Your first season, 23 wins, 33 wins year two, 43 wins now. How do you keep this team growing? It's easy to say, let's just jump 10 wins, but it gets harder each level. So where are the areas you feel you personally and the team collectively can and needs to grow? As far as personally, uh, just being relaxed, taking my mind off the game. Missed the game for a little bit. I know once I step out on that court next year, October, I'll be ready. You know, that's just how I operate. As far as us, just letting everybody be themselves. Obviously connecting with guys over off season because the East is getting better. 43, 45 wins would have gave us 650 a couple years ago. You know, that's just how it is. But, you know, we see that the East is getting better, so we got to get better. And that's just adjustment we're going to make. The game is also changing far more emphasis on three-point shot. You in the last two years have put together two of the six best seasons in Hornets history for total made threes. How much further do you think you can push your individual elite status when it comes to the shot? Well, to be honest, I don't like the way I ended my season, my last two seasons with my three-point shooting. I think I could, you know, even push that even more. But, you know, that's just something that I really noticed this year, you know, the last two years I'm ending it with a lot of missed shots. So it's something I just got to pay attention to and grow off of. And, you know, I just want to keep working. You know, this is the time summers where I get a lot of shots up and give my confidence and, and stuff like that. So I'm just applied to next season. It's going to be even better. I know you think in depth about this stuff a lot, but is the answer to that working that much harder to create you know, even more stamina, or is it to scale back knowing how many minutes, how many shots are going to be on your shoulders year in, year out? Yeah, I think 
just knowing I'm gonna make it every time I shoot. I feel like it's it's all in your head, it's a confidence thing. No matter how long you've been playing, how short you've been playing in the season, it's all your mental. So just making sure I keep my, my mind sharp throughout the whole season for next year. Terry Rogier, our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast. Terry, some signature moments we're looking for. What is the signature play of the 2021-2022 season for the Charlotte Hornets? Definitely had to be uh, probably one of them oops that mellowed through uh, miles. Between the legs or off the glass to to trash, you know, that's just that's just dope to see. So that's probably was one of the best things to me. Positively or negatively, what's the one game that you think defines this season and will motivate you going into next? Either this is the level we want to reach and play it like this, or this is an experience we don't want to repeat anymore. I like the energy we had coming up when we played Chicago at Chicago a couple games ago. That was that was the one. I feel like. You know, we was clicking on all cylinders. Good to be a part of some wins like that. Lastly for you, Terry, it's been 20 years since the Hornets have had back-to-back winning seasons. In your time here in Charlotte, you've gone from 23 to 33, now to 43 wins. Whether you can push it to 53 or not, or make it back-to-back winning seasons for the first time in 20 years, what do you think the goal will be for Charlotte next year? Take it day by day. Can't really worry about 43 wins and try to outbeat that from the beginning because that's where you, I feel like you already lost when you do that. But if we get 53 wins and we in the 10th seed, I retire. <laughs> I'm retiring from. <laughs> nah, it's, it's, it's all going to work out how we want it. But we just got to really take it day by day and buy in from, from day one. We'll be fine. Terry, appreciate your time so much today and all season long. Have a great off season. We'll see you next yeah. year. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Spend an evening with James Taylor. And his all-star band. The American Icon is back on tour Friday, June 24th at Spectrum Center. The multiple Grammy Award-winning James Taylor and a night full of his biggest hits. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Spend the night with a friend. James Taylor, a Beaver production. Our thanks again to Terry Rozier for joining us today here on the Hornets Hivecast. Sam Purley and Sam Farber back here with you on the HHC. Sam, your thoughts after hearing from Terry Rozier. Yeah, a couple things stood out. Going back, I think the trip down to Miami really kind of got the season off to a really good foot. And I think that was correct if I'm wrong, let me like early September. So it was way before training camp starting to have everybody on the team go to that. Even guys that had not been on the team before, rookies, free agents, guys like that, I thought was really important to kind of get that bonding, that chemistry, that cohesion together. I think it really set the tone for the season in, in getting guys on the same page. And it's encouraging to to hear that hopefully that'll come. I mean, it's still, you know, several months away, but it, it sounds like that'll maybe becomes an annual tradition in Charlotte. I mean, guys go down there and Terry hosts and it's kind of like a season kickoff thing. But overall, you know, I think that's several weeks removed from that playing game loss so obviously I think the toll of the game was still wearing on Terry a little bit but I just love his confidence I mean he always has confidence throughout the season I think you have to have that at this level I think even when during early in the season when he wasn't playing nearly as well relative to you know what we've seen in years past or it's you know it's kind of up and down a little bit three-point shooting he was just kind of fluctuating a little bit and I think some of it was because of the injuries you know I remember People would ask him, he said, I'm confident it's going to come around. I put in all this work in the summer. Like, I know I'm a great shooter. I know I'm a great player. Like, it's going to come. And I think he had a game in Washington around Thanksgiving where he had 32 points. He hit a big dagger three at the end off a LaMelo steal, and that kind of got things going. And sometimes it only takes one game like that to kind of get things pointing in the right direction. So I, I just think he's just an overall city and just an overall 
fantastic part of this core. Everything about him, he, what you want your guys to emulate. Works hard, leadership, takes accountability, things like that. I think that was a big thing. He always took accountability this year. Tough losses. You say, I'm not playing well enough or we need to be better and this and that. So overall, I'm excited to see what more is to come from Terry Rogier because I still think there's more that he, and I think he knows that too. I think he wants to, he can take another step in his game in several years to come. Well, part of that is the accountability you talked about. He referenced, he didn't like the way he was shooting the ball down the stretch. And even though his numbers have been very consistent over his three years here with Charlotte in terms of overall percentages and and scoring and whatnot, he recognizes that there's been a dip this most recent season. His worst month shooting from three was the last month was April. So, I like that he has that awareness. He knows where there's more room for growth or the most room for growth is closing seasons a little bit stronger in terms of his shooting percentages. But overall, I'm with you. He has been such a foundational piece to this team. And I think in the best way possible, the team taking these 10-game jumps wins-wise are not so much about Terry Rozier. He's been the consistent part all three years. It's the addition of talents from outside the organization and the ability for those talents within the organization to rise and match that level. You know, you're not expecting even someone as fantastic as LaMelo Ball in his rookie season to instantly contribute at the level that Terry Rozier was in the heart of his career. But now LaMelo Ball has caught up and is playing at that all-star level, and it only took two seasons. Then you add guys like Gordon Hayward, Miles Bridges' projection, and whatever else comes down the pike here for the Hornets to add around Terry Rozier. But Terry is the consistent guy. He is the one that the team can lean on. And if he continues to do that, it provides this great foundation on which they can hopefully continue to build on that 43-win total from a season ago. Yeah, and two things that also stood out to me, too, is, I mean, he's a guy, and this kind of fits into what we've been saying before, but it's really hard to get up for 82 games a season. It just is. Just physically, mentally, I mean, the traveling. I mean, I think it's hard for us to, you know, go going through 82 games and we're not even playing just it's a really really long season and I have a guy that you watch Terry Rogier and you have absolutely no doubt that he is leaving every single ounce of energy he has in the court every single night I think that's really really big and I think it rubs off well on your teammates particularly just that competitive fire that spirit I mean you need guys like that on your team that are taking no nights off you're down 25 30 points I mean you're having a bad night even when you're up by a lot it's still foot is on the gas all the time and another thing too I think the thing that factored in this year is I felt like he played a lot more point guard this year I think Ish Smith early on in the year was kind of in and out of the lineup I think he was kind of right on the fringe of the rotation so it was real LaMelo and Terry kind of alternating point guard. I think they would start together and then Terry would go to the bench and then they kind of stagger him a little bit too. And it took until really Isaiah Thomas came in to have three ball handlers. So I don't know if that necessarily has anything to do with maybe the dip in consistency, but he was taking on a little bit of a different role. Whereas the season before it was LaMelo, Terry, and Terry was handling the ball, but it was also Devontae Graham was coming in and playing kind of that six man primary ball handler off the bench. They didn't necessarily have that this year. So his game and his style of play and his role kind of adjusted because the Hornets just did not necessarily utilize a full-time point guard off the bench. It was kind of Terry, and they staggered him and LaMelo together. So, yeah, overall, I guess we can say it to a blue in the face. I mean, just so impressed with who he is as a teammate and a player and a huge part of this Hornets team and excited to see what's next. 
the biggest thing to me that could change his role is what happens with the coaching change. Does the new person coming in have a different philosophy offensively and, and so drastically so that it changes how Terry is used to what kind of shots they want him to have, how much ball movement they're expecting everyone on the floor to have at all times? Could that alter the statistics? But outside of that, which is still an unknown to this moment, what are your expectations for next season for Terry Rozier? I mean, what we what you've seen the last three years, I think he's going to be a guy that can go out and get you 20 points every single night and has the capability of having nights where he gets hot early and he can put a team on his back and can score. I think he was tied for the team lead in 30-point games this year. I think he had nine. Just a guy that can do a little bit of everything, but primarily a score. But we talked about how good of a rebounder he is for a guy that is 6'1", two-guard. Um, ball handler defensively he's got good length and size he's competitive I mean I think what what you've seen from Terrier the last three years is what you're going to get but I think he's also capable of kind of taking it to another level but just overall reliable competitive great example for this team that's that's what my expectations are for Terrier moving forward the one thing I'm looking for I, I agree with you he's he's done everything you could possibly ask for from him the one th- expectation I'd actually have is that he gets a little bit more help. There were a lot of minutes put on Terry Rozier's shoulders. And while when you look at the overall 82-game season average and you look at, all right, how does his minutes per game average stack up next to some of those elite players I talked about at the start of this podcast that are really good three-point shooters, score at a high level, very good free-throw shooters, and are available or were available the vast, vast majority of games last season. Guys like Jalen Brown and Steph Curry, their minutes are pretty similar, but when you focus it down a little bit more, you see where maybe there is a reason outside Terry Rozier's control as to why some of those shooting percentages started to dip at the tail end of the season, and I think it's got to do with usage. You look at Jalen Brown and Steph Curry, their minutes per game, month to month, goes between 31 minutes and 35 minutes in the case of Jalen Brown. For Steph Curry, it's between 33 minutes and 35 minutes. Very consistent. For Terry Rozier, it goes between 30 and 38 minutes. And those three minutes might not sound like a lot, but as you said, 82 games, trying to be up for it every single night at your best, those extra minutes start to add on. And hopefully next year with guys like James Booknight, jumping into a rotation and just a little bit more depth and a little bit more experience, it takes some pressure off of Terry Rozier to play so much. And beyond just the average game to game, you look at the peaks within a season. How often do they have to go over 40 minutes? Sometimes overtime is going to necessitate it, of course, or if it's a big game in certain circumstances, yes, it could come into play. But I'll use the same players again. Jalen Brown went over 40 minutes four times last season during the regular season. Steph Curry went over 40 minutes in a game three times during the regular season. You look at Terry Rozier, he's doubled that. He went over 40 minutes nine times over the course of the season. So I I don't think this is a, a fault of Terry, certainly. I don't think it's a fault of the coaching staff or anyone else, but I do think now that this roster is starting to mature a little bit more, Terry can has proven he can maintain his level. But if they can bring his minutes per game down just a little bit, two or three minutes per game over the course of the season, reduce the number of times he has to go over 40 minutes to just those occasions where you're in overtime or something like that, we could see Terry Rozier 
finish a little bit stronger in terms of his shooting percentage and be that much fresher for when the playoffs come. Yeah, I think that's a really good point you brought up with the, the minutes. And even if it's just two or three minutes a game, I mean, over a full 82-game season, I mean, that's 160 minutes less of playing. I mean, that's almost four full games of rest kind of all adds up. And I know these guys, I know Terry particularly with how competitive it is, they want to finish the season strong. And that's when you want to be playing your best basketball. And I'm sure it was kind of frustrating for him because he really didn't have any breaks this season, and especially with where the roster was and how they were kind of utilizing him. I mean, he had to kind of give a lot every single night. So yeah, I think that's a great, and I think it kind of comes down to, you know, adding a little bit more backcourt depth or in the sense of just having the guys in that backcourt are going to have to take on more responsibility. James Booknight, if it's Cody Martin, if it's, you know, somebody through the draft, somebody through free agency, I think that would really kind of help. Not only does it help having, you know, somebody that can take pressure off him from a ball handling and, and you know, defensive coverage standpoint, but overall can kind of spread it out through the full season. So he will, and the rest of the team can be playing its best basketball in that late March, early April kind of range of the, the schedule. We'll see how it works out. I know one thing's for sure. They're going to have to figure out how to you know tie him down to the bench because no one wants to be on the floor more than Terry Rozier. Uh, getting him to sit for consistently 15 minutes per game is no easy task for any coaching staff because that's the kind of person and player Terry is. He wants to do everything he possibly can, give everything he possibly can to help get his team into the win column. He did it a lot. Over the course of this past season, he's a true leader of this squad, and now as his extension kicks in, uh, we're expecting another level. But again, I, I just think if he gets more help as this team matures, this roster matures, you have more depth behind him at his position, it can take some pressure off, not just so he can be better at any individual night over the course of the season, but so that when he reaches the end, he has a lot more left in the tank so that when those playoff games come, the ones that he has been working and grinding for as a leader of this franchise, he is in the best possible position to be the kind of scary Terry we've grown accustomed to here in the Queen City. All right, that's going to do it for today's edition of the HHC. We thank you for tuning into all of these player profile podcasts. If you missed any of them, feel free to go through the archives. We talk to each and every player, and we talk about each and every player on last year's roster. And soon enough, it's going going to be draft time. We'll be talking about the next crop of players coming in. Then it'll be summer league. Then it'll be training camp. Then we'll be off and running with the 2022-2023 season. But a big thank you to you, Sam Perley, as well as Rob Longo and Matt Carroll for joining me throughout this early portion of the summer and breaking down all of the members of the Hornets roster from the 21-22 campaign. Yes, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. I like going back and kind of looking at the season. We're kind of far removed from so it's kind of crazy going back and remembering kind of the really fun stuff and, and stuff like that. But I'm kind of excited to see what's next for the Hornets team as we kind of make the turn into full offseason and what lies ahead. So uh, a lot of fun. And uh, again, thank you for having me. For now, for Sam Perley, our guest, Rob Longo, our producer, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We will talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.